to a brand new episode of Coin Teen. It is me, your host, Zay, and I'm here with that boy, Johnny. What's up? What's up? And we're here to talk about wrestling news. What happened at SummerSlam? What happened mm-hmm. at Ric Flair's last match? So, of course, yes. we're going to be talking some wrestling. So, we're going to discuss what happened over the weekend with the two biggest shows. We're not going to do all the matches. We'll do the results. We will talk about the insane Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns last man standing match because that match had I, I don't want to say it's one of the greatest last man standing matches ever but it was very chaotic and some expected things happened in the match. Unexpected things. And then we'll choose two matches from players um, Rick Flair's last match. Um, Johnny, what are the two matches you wanted to cover for that? I'm going to go. Um, now, this wasn't the best match, but I'm going to go with the Briscoes. And Rick Flair and Rick Flair and Andrade versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. And Jay Lethal. All right. So, let's go ahead with Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns first. Go. Yeah. Roman Reigns comes out with the Usos who retained their titles against the Street Profits early in the night. And Johnny said that was a really good match, but it wasn't better than the one at Money in the Bank. Right. Roman Reigns comes out, you know, his entrance is 20 minutes long. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so, all right. So, his entrance comes out. Brock Lesnar comes out. And uh, he's walking, but then he stops and he and he looks over to the like he just looks behind him, and there's a tractor with his logo on the side. So then Brock Lesnar, because I guess his character is like a cowboy now, a farmer, mm-hmm. a country boy, or whatever. So I'm Brock Lesnar drives his. Um, I mean it's a tractor, but it's a it's a specific type of tractor. I can't think of it. It's the one that. You pick up dirt with and then you drop it. You know the specific name for that type of tractor? Nope. All right. So Brock Lesnar, you know he drives the tractor down to the. I, ring. I do. Forklift. Oh, what is it? Is that forklift? Forklift? No, no. <laughs> yeah, it could have been. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna say it's not. I'm just gonna just say maybe it was a forklift. So. Then, Brock Lesnar, he maneuvers the, I guess, let's say it's a forklift. He moves the, the part of the forklift up and down or whatever. And then he stands, he's, he, he stood at the top of it, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, now this part was obvious to me. All right, but first let's go with this. The referee announces, Roman, um, Paul Heyman didn't announce Roman Reigns, did he? He nope. didn't. I guess they were so sick of Brock because they just let the I referee go with this. I'm sorry, go ahead. I was surprised. I was surprised because I was like, wait, doesn't he do this? So, Brock Lesnar, he introduces himself now, right? Is that his new thing or was it just for SummerSlam? Mm, that's for SummerSlam, I think. Right. Does he? No. Yeah, I guess. So, Brock Lesnar announces himself. 
but I don't know if you caught this. Roman um, Brock Lesnar throws the mic at Roman. Did you see him catch it? Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, the way he yep, did it, so, like. It's so, so great right there. Yeah. Great like, hands. He just threw it, and then Roman's like, he just put it, he just, like, put his hand out, and he just caught it. Because I was wondering, because I had, I looked at a video on Instagram when I saw it, because I was wondering on when I was watching the premium live event, I was like, where did he get the mic from? Because I didn't see it. He doesn't say he doesn't speak. He doesn't. All he says is acknowledge me. But he didn't do the acknowledge me either. Yeah, he did. He did. Oh, I missed it. Okay, so yeah, I like I love when he does the acknowledge me. Nashville SummerSlam. Acknowledge me. Now, when he did it, did the crowd go crazy? Yep. I'm going to have to go back and look at that. All right. So, this is the part that was obvious. When he jumps off the thing onto Roman, was that shot? Was that not, like, obvious? <laughs> obvious. Like, is he really going to climb down? Like, now I already know he's going to jump. I already know he's going to jump. Fact. Especially since Roman getting closer and say, oh, he about to jump. <laughs> I had no problem with it. I just thought it was obvious. Sometimes I don't want to be able to predict what's going to happen, but wrestling can, like, these days, maybe not so much for, yeah, nah, it, it can sometimes be predictable, so I just be looking, I just be looking for good matches, because it can be predictable, like, Roman was obviously going to beat Brock Lesnar, right? Nah, we don't know if Gary's going to cash in. I never thought that for one second, but. You know, I didn't think he was either, I thought yeah. possibility. I hope they don't pull it. I was hoping the whole night. And and not only that, I don't know if they confirmed it on on WWE, but I mean, I'm pretty, I'm not sure. But it was going to be Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns. Did they already say that ahead of time, or just found that out on Friday? Um, no, they just announced it on Friday after he beat Sheamus, right? Yeah. I didn't even see it. Everybody said like a thirty minute classic or something. What? I have not heard that at all. What? Thirty minute classic? That's what I heard. Where? Okay, we're gonna have to talk where I can watch that afterwards because I did not know that. I ain't heard anything about that. All I heard was that he beat uh Seamus for the number one contenders. But I heard this. I heard it was thirty minutes long. Everybody saying it's a classic. Wow. I like. Did I miss that? Dang. All uh, right, yeah, I gotta watch that then, cause that should be a hard hitting affair then. Yeah. Those two guys. All right. So, um, how would you describe just the, the beginning of part of the match? To me, it was just classic Roman versus Brock Lesnar, hard hitting, uh, going outside of the ring, suplexes. Uh, what would you say? Yep. Pretty much the same. Pretty much the same. So. Uh, hitting him with uppercuts, punches, Brock Lesnar. I don't know if he hit him with too many suplexes in the beginning. Don't think he did until, like, close to the end of the match. Um, Roman. It was before he used that thing to lift up the ring. He started hitting him with some suplexes. Yeah, okay, yeah, that, yeah that's when he started hitting him with suplexes. Um. What else was he doing to him? The tables. 
But they were in the table in the ring. Yeah, okay. Oh yeah, that's right. So who got who took the tables out? Brock Lesnar. Alright, so Brock Lesnar took the tables out for for well, let's be clear. He was beating the hell out of um, Roman Reigns. Yeah, he's giving him a whooping. He he was really putting in work on Roman. Um <laughs> they even they even went into the crowd and there was a metal beam that was holding up the big thing in the middle and like he was throwing Roman into it and slamming him against it. They even stood up on the thing and Brock Lesnar, I think he was going for F five and I think Roman got down, but he was beating the soul out of Roman for a good minute. Um sure. then when he threw Roman over the barricade to get back into the ring area, Brock tried to hop on top of it and he slipped. Did you see that? Yep. I was like, ooh. Cause you don't see Brock Lesnar like do botches. <laughs> That's pretty funny though. Yeah. And then he and when he did it, he hopped over real quick, like, oh shit, y'all didn't see that. So he just hopped over real quick. Roman ended up putting him through the table. Was it a Samoan drop? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was a move, right? Yeah, he Samoan dropped him through the table. Then uh I can't remember who set up the second table. But then Roman, he hit him. It's not a rock bottom. It's not a book. You're a Nagi. You're a Nagi, yeah. So then he, but he didn't get him up that high, though. But he hit him with the you're a Nagi through the table. It looks like a rock bottom when he does it, though. When Roman does it, it's basically a rock bottom. Yeah, but he doesn't go down with it, though. I know, but basically doing a rock bottom because it looks exactly the It doesn't look like a regular you're a Nagi either. When he it's does it. Almost, it well, I would he say does, it's almost it's, like the way that. It mimics the rock when yeah, he does it. Rock. Like if he See, wanted to, rock, some different variation of it. Yeah, I mean, because no even Samoa Joe does it in the corner. Samoa Joe's is a straight up Uranagi. Like the way he does it and everything, that's a straight up Uranagi. Roman does it. He does it like to make it resemble the rock bottom. Mm, well, it, to me, it seems like he just picks you up and then he just throws you down. He doesn't actually fall with it. And then he doesn't do it like Booger T. Booger T used to do it, but he would like follow his knees. Oh yeah, the bookend. The bookend. I rem- I remember when Booger T came in WWE and like and people they was like, rock, you're copying me. Bro, that was funny though. We mimicking the rock. I'm the people champ. <laughs> All right. So, um, basically, Brock Lesnar. I mean, he kept beating the the takeout, even when he got put to the table. Um, someone got hit with the steel steps. I remember that. I think Brock Lesnar hit him with the steel steps. Brock Lesnar was just vicious, actually, in the beginning. He really was taking it to Roman Reigns. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I think they got in the ring. Roman hit him with a Superman punch. Then he hit him with two spears. And he still got up. I just want to say, it's sweet when Roman Reigns does that. Ah, ooh, and then, like, everybody does it at the same time. That's that's pretty sweet. Still, <laughs> that's, that's still sweet. So, here's him with two spears, and then, you know, Brock, he just got up again. Now, he didn't jump up. Now, this is what I was about to be mad because I thought they were going to do the same thing they've done almost every match where Roman Reigns hits him with, like, 50 spears in a row, 20 Superman punches, and then he kept getting up. But they didn't. And then he hits the F5. Say it again? And then he always hits the F5 after he mm-hmm. gets back up. Yes, but they didn't. 
because he hit him with like maybe two Superman punches. But I know Bro, for a fact that, he hit him with two spears. After that, that's when they started trying to um use each other's guillotine on each other. Oh yes, and so Roman does his guillotine, which he's done multiple times in his matches. Brock reverses it. I like how Michael Cole goes. It's gotta be a Kamara, and then Corey Graves is like, "He's gotta be the guillotine." <laughs> <laughs> it was obvious because he didn't have his arm. But then, um, <laughs> but then uh, Michael Cole, I, he kind of like fixed it. He was like, "Oh, he, he 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 reversed it into it or something." I was like, "Okay," but that was not a Kamara. No, that was not. Not even close because he didn't even have Bro, his arm. He, when he when they had to lift up um. The referee lifted up Roman Reigns' arm, right? Yeah. Yeah, when they lifted up Roman Reigns' arm, I thought he was like, mm, Reigns might not get back up. Yeah. So, Michael Cole, I think he he really – I don't know if you're a fan of Michael Cole. Mm, he's all right. Uh, yeah, I like Michael Cole. I don't know why everybody hates him. Okay. But I think he did a real good job of selling this match because – he said one part where he was just like, Roman's out. Like he was he just made it seem like Roman Reigns really was dead after the guillotine. He really made it seem like he was gone. I thought he was gone no too. Way. I think everybody yeah. watched it. Everybody thought he was done. I thought I the man lost his title. Was, I in my mind, I knew that Roman Reigns was gonna win so bad that even when he was out, I still didn't think I was like, he's gonna get up. I, no, when he was out, I said the man just lost his title. Brock just, Brock just killed him. You said what? The man just lost his title. Brock just killed him. <laughs> and then when he, you know what I said? I said Brock should have left him in there for like a whole three minutes. Then let him yeah. go. No so, DQ, right? Uh-huh. Man, if I was Brock, I would snap that thing on him so so tight. I put a hold on. Three minutes later, I still have it on him. pronounced <laughs> dead by the time he counts in. So, Romy got up, like, at 9, but he was, like, he was just, like, on the rope. And then Corey Graves was, like, he's, like, I don't think he's actually up. He's, like, bro, uh, his feet are up. Bro, when Reigns got up on 9, I was, like, ugh. Dang, that's thought it killed the man. Yeah, so they made it – Michael Cole really made it seem like he was dead. Um, <laughs> so, then Brock gets back into the – I guess at that point, Brock was just, like, bro, what, I, what do I have to do to keep this man down? So he goes to that forklift, I guess it's a forklift, puts Roman Reigns' body in it, lifts it up. Drops the man. And then he lifts it up, and then he just turns the gear, and he falls. Like, Roman Reigns just falls out of it onto the mat. Roman Reigns once again gets up at a nine count. All right. How so I, what do you say? I have a question. How when he when he picked up the tractor, man, falling it right? How is that even painful? Like it's like Roman Reigns just it, like just a simple fall. It just made a simple fall. The thing I I was saying to myself, if he really wanted to make it seem like it was bad, he should have lifted it at his highest level yeah. and then dropped it. It was like he lifted it sort of high, but he brought it down and then he let him roll all over. They basically Roman Reigns tried walking to, on on the um on the top rope and then slips and fall. Yeah, I mean it, it, it basically just a little bit higher. He should have lifted it to the highest level, then dropped him out of it. That would have made it more devastating. But I guess this killed this killed Roman Reigns. Probably him have been crying. Hold on, wait, wait, wait. Say that. What what was said now? 
I said, I said if that happened, they said that Michael Cole would be like, they just killed Roman Reigns and part him and be in tears. <laughs> yeah, because it was like, bro, that was just like Roman jumped off the top rope. Like, you know what it was? It was like almost like when Montez Ford does like a frog splash. Like, he was at Yo. the highest. <laughs> at that point, the Hoosers would have to come out because they just killed your cousin in the ring. So, that's what we about to get to. So, then they go um they go outside and oh no no what hold on no, wait no nope. nope Roman Reigns oh that's right that. so this is this is when it gets crazy you see I noticed that Roman Reigns is going over into the corner Brock Lesnar started using the thing he hit the ring and I was like is he gonna run the ring over like that's what my mom's like you gonna run the ring over Johnny take it away bro what did this man Brock do. Lifted the whole ring. Lifted the whole ring, but it was the yeah. he lifted the corner instead of like because I thought he was gonna lift the middle, but he lifted the corner so it was like extremely high. Yeah. And then Roman Bain, Roman Reigns' body like flops and uh, flips outside of the ring, so it's like you're just as shocked and awe that he just lifted the whole ring up. Yeah. I've never seen anything like that other than. This doesn't. This is not even close. But something that you just never seen before when Brock Lesnar and the Big Show suplex in the ring broke. Yeah, that. I mean, that's the. I mean, it's not the same thing, but something that happened to the ring that's close to what came to my mind. Same. Yeah. So now, <laughs> this is what I was thinking. If I was somebody who was in the show and I had front row seats. You just blocked my whole vision. <laughs> I can't see what's about to happen on the other side, which is we're going to get to the end of the match at this point. You just blocked my whole vision. <laughs> Are you allowed to just move over to the other side? Like, Yeah, because I remember seeing like this one ball-headed dude. If you look at it, it's a ball guy, and he like throws his hands up like, I can't see. <laughs> now, he probably can look on a monitor. But I don't want to see the monitor. I want to see right here. Like I said, sometimes it's better to watch it at home. In that case, for that part, yeah. All right. So Brock Lesnar is pretty much putting uh, the work on Roman. So Paul Heyman runs over there. Paul Heyman is funny. He gives Roman, he gives Brock Lesnar both. He's like, take it. He's my tribal chief. I love him. You're doing too much. Just take the belts and go. <laughs> and then Brock Lesnar basically kills him because he f fives him through the announce table, but it's like on his actual head. Then he killed the Usos first. Did he kill them first? Yeah, he killed the Usos first. Then took Paul Heyman out. Okay, now when he when now when you say he killed the Usos, I think he literally almost killed them. This why I say that when he, yeah, Usos, he when, go ahead. You see the way he dropped? Um, what's that? The one Usos on his head. Yes, that's um, that's um. He was done. Was that Jimmy and Jay? He I said broken that. He literally belly to belly suplexed him, literally on his head. Because what I saw that's was like, crazy. Yo, we gotta... Go ahead. Go looks similar. Looks similar to when the Ridge Holland did a Big E. Exactly what I thought. That's what exactly was about to say. <laughs> I said, I said I broken that injury two days. Broke this man. Vacated titles. He suplexed him on his neck. Like, he didn't get no air. He did not elevate him. It was whoop, boom. I was like, yo, he's dead. 
he bro, almost, with he almost hit the other Uso with it too, but like he was able to just get him over, but he almost dropped him too. When he when he did it though, you see the referee run over to him real quick. I mean, he does. I mean, the referee does that basically for everybody. But no, I didn't catch that though. Because you already know if he's injured, injured, that's taking him out of there. Facts, bro. But when he walked away, I said, I guess he good. Yeah, because he he's gonna come back. So that was a bro. That was a very bad belly to belly. And okay, then he kills Paul Heyman because he. He f five him on his head through the table. He didn't swing. He didn't flip his body. He basically like swung him, f u'd him through the table on his head, like he did Otis. Like he did Otis. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> you're correct. So, um, all right. So then, Barry Roman spears him. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Roman speared him after that. Yeah, and then they're both out. Yeah, on the ground. Was- yeah, they're both on the ground. The referee's about to count it. They both got up. Then Theory. Then Theory comes and knocks Roman out with the – he's a fool because I wouldn't have came out doing the last man standing. I would have came out after somebody would have won, and then I would have attacked him. Why he came out and Brett Linder standing up? Because <laughs> he's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so – But not only that, uh, the Usos right there. They could get back up and stop you. Exactly. <laughs> so – they get the brief. He hits. Um, gets. Uh, he hits Roman with the briefcase. But I think Rome brought Lesnar took him out. In theory. Yeah, Lesnar took his tail out quick. Yeah, then he was done. And for the whole Roman time too. Out, then Roman took out Brock. Roman goes get the briefcase. Hits Theory with it. Then he um hits Brock with the briefcase. Brock gets up. Championship. Said what? Go ahead. He knocked him out, back out the championship. So he said, "What he say to him?" Wait, oh, wait one minute. Let's not forget about the super kick the Usos put on Brock. They hit him in the back of the head yeah, they did and come the front, in the front and the back. Yeah, you're right. That bro. Okay, now the back, the one to the back, the one to the back was a little bit slow. I think, I think, um, he was still dazed from that um belly to belly. He was fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> but. The two super kicks, one to the front, one to the back, was like, was like, B, like, oh, snap. They just caught him. Um, Stop. So, Roman hits him with a WWE title. Bah. What he say to him, though? Oh, he's, he's done. Brock, he say, He's talking trash. Yeah, Roman was. He was. So, when he about to finish with the blue, when he picks up the universal title, he's like, you're done. You're not coming back. We don't want you around here. Bing, just got him again. I was like, dang. But my, this is my thing, though. I was like, bro, Michael Cole was literally selling. He was putting his soul into it. I've never seen devastation like this. This is brutality. Brock, stay down. And then he, this is the funny part, what he says. When, he, when Brock Lesnar got hit with the title for the last time, this man, Michael Cole, goes, count faster, damn it. <laughs> yeah, he does. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> I was thinking, I was thinking, like, Michael Cole, you've been in WWE for, like, 20-some years, right? And they seen worse more. than that. You've Come seen on, worse man. than that. You've seen Mick Foley go through Hell in a Cell. You no, he seen, didn't. You've seen Shane McMahon jump off Hell in a, Hell in a Cell. You've seen The Undertaker chokeslam man count off. You've seen Triple H pedigree. Was he there for that? Huh? Was Was he there for that? It was in the 19... It was, like, 1998. He was there. He still was he on the non table? Which one? Was he like commentating for the for the Hell's and Cell match? 
Um, no, he, no, he wasn't commentating. But I think he was a he's back, backstage. Uh, yeah, he's in the back. Yeah, because he used to be. He used to be an Um, he used to be one of the interviewers at first. But but that still means he's seen it. Mm, um, no, no, he was not front. He was probably. Been... <laughs> uh, okay, I had well, a panic he, he saw when he saw when Shane McMahon jumped yeah, off um, the man. table. Hold on, not because he did it twice. Remember, he thought to hit Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn <laughs> saved him. Yeah, you know, um, you know another state moment he's seen that's probably worse than that that nobody ever talks about. What? Remember that John Cena versus Maga match when John Cena took the top of the top of the um the top rope and just and put it around Maga's neck and choked him out with it. And it was the last man standing match. Yeah, now that was brutality. He bro, he has bro, he's seen a rain. He used to be the announcer on SmackDown. He's seen when Randy Orton put the Undertaker on the back of that car. And drove him through the the fist logo area. Woo! Come on, bro. He's seen Jeff Hardy commit damn near suicide. Every night. Every night. Every he, night. But he really made it seem like, but he made it seem as that Brock Lesnar was just dead. He was like, "That's the most brutality I've ever seen. Somebody stop it, Brock! Stay down." Then he goes, "Count faster, damn it! Count faster, bro! You've seen some of the most." brutal, bloody matches ever and you just seem like two title shots to the head. Because you remember, back in the day, a title shot was the end of a match. Yeah. I remember being a kid watching SmackDown, somebody would cheat and get hit with the WWF title and it'd just be like, oh God, it's over with. One, two, three. This match was not a regular match. It was the last man standing match. Oh yeah, I know. So that means like going through a table means you get up and like, yeah, you, yeah, I get it. But he was overselling it. But he but he did his job though. Overselling it, but he did his job. So mm-hmm. then it was basically I mean it's Brock Lesnar, so the only way to keep him down was basically they put steel steps on top of him. They put tables on top of him. They put the ring announce table on him. I mean they stacked his body and then this this boy Roman Reigns got on Still, one knee on top. Wait, go ahead. I ain't gonna lie, when they did that, I was like, how did I not see this coming? How why, how else would, would Brock Lesnar lose? How did I, I was mad at myself for not even seeing that coming. I, already, I should have oh. known the multiple times oh. they pulled that out the head. They did it against Big Show, multiple against Alberto the Real and Big Show. I remember that. And Roman Reigns did it to Brock Lesnar during his early days as a single star. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it was obvious, bro. To me, I knew he was gonna win. I just didn't know how. But then when he when they stacked the tables on top of Brock or all the all the materials, and then Roman Reigns got on top of it and then he like put his finger up in the air. <laughs> and first of all, I can say one more thing: the referee didn't do a job right. And last minute standing match, right? If the wrestler is touched while you're counting the um counting him out, right? If it restarts the count, well, like they're literally inflicting, huh? Who touched him? Bro, Roman Reigns literally putting objects on them while the referee is counting. Like, literally oh, hitting oh, objects. Oh. Now, are you like, that should, the count should have been restarted like five times. <laughs> are you getting that from the video game or are you talking about in real life? Because I know back in the day. No, in I'm, real life, that's, oh. that's how it's supposed to go. Like, when Alberto the Real gets the big show, Alberto the Real stacks big show, and that's when referee counts the count for um big show. Like, when they get touched, because they save your. Um, Counting them out, right? How it like save um Brock Lesnar's kind of Roman Reigns up, right? How they gonna hit him with F five? They hit him with a Kimura lock while the referee's still on five, and then it still go on six, seven, eight, nine. 
I didn't even know that was a rule. I just remember back in the day when I used to play like SmackDown versus the Raw, or whatever. If it's the last man standing, and you like, let's say the dude is down, and then you hit him with a chair, the referee goes like, let's say he's at seven, you hit him with a chair. He's like one, two. He starts it back over again. So I thought you were saying like, that's how it's supposed rules. to go. Like you're putting more damage on him while he's down. That's that's cheating. Of course, it'll be down to ten. Every last man standing match will end quick if you could do that. Mm-hmm. All right. So now. Yeah. So that's coming up in five weeks. So let's go ahead and get on to Rick Flair's last match pay-per-view. You say you wanted to talk about the Von Erichs versus the Briscoes. The Briscoes. So now you said like this wasn't like the best match, but you were biased toward the people that was in the match. So yeah. what was so entertaining about this match? The Briscoes and they were still a good match though, of course. Like yeah. Briscoe did the thing and won the match. It's the Van Erich pulled out a few moves that did very good. But again the boy Briscoes came out to win. So what was some moves that was uh that was really Briscoe's good? Briscoes are good at that hitting that ring. Briscoe's you know start the match. Briscoe start off the match doing damage, you know, throwing the heavy, heavy sluggers and kicks. Mm-hmm. Basically, tagging in and out, very fast paced, fast paced, tagging in and out, hitting you with them, but strikes, hard hitting strikes that knock you out, bro. When when they had him on the ropes, right? You know how some tag teams do the Irish rope and then tag him to to their tag team partner, mm-hmm. and then the tag team partner tag and the tag back in. When Briscoe's yeah. that's like they don't let you get near your other side of the ring at all. Okay. They did so that's the ropes. I thought he was gonna do the Irish whip thing, right? Instead, nope. Hits him with a hard chop. Pick him back up. Hit him another hard chop. Don't let him go back to his ring. Throw him in the corner. Tag his brother and brother. Knock him out some kicks. Kick him in the midsection. Kicking him down. Then tag his brother back in. They're good. Really tagging in and out. So and what would you? So what would you say is um the Briscoes? What would you say like their main thing? Are they grapplers? Are they brawlers? Submissions? Technicians? Like what are they specialty? They're brutal, vicious. Very good at wrestling. Okay. Have so, good IQ. Good IQ. All right, so what's some of the stuff that Devon Erics did that was impressive? Devon Erics did a few um, tag team moves. They tagged in. Had a good strike fest with the Briscoes. So hit hit a um, good tag team. They almost put him away. The one that had to do with the Iron Claw. Did like a t- sword tag team involving the Iron Claw. Almost put one of the Briscoes down. But it didn't do the job. But then when Bristol so, came back in the match, like I really got back in it, they ended it. So the Briscoes, um, what type of style are they? I mean, brothers, the Von Erics, the Von Erics, Von Erics. I would say like they're um, combo, com strikers, I guess. They had to throw punches. Mm-hmm. So and they got pretty, they got pretty good tag team combos, so they work well together. So, all right, so these teams, because I've, I've been hearing about these teams for a while, especially on the uh, podcast, why are they in the WWE or uh, Impact? Or, um... Briscoes are a TNA. Briscoes work, work with TNA, Ring of Honor. WWE declined the um, Briscoes coming to their company. I did, I did hear something about one of the uh, Briscoes said something insensitive about, I don't know if it was what group or people that they said it about. 
Oh, yeah. AW won't let him on either. Yeah. Briscoe. They said something about something offensive about somebody. So they didn't, uh, I saw they wouldn't let them join AW. But I mean, when they fought FTR the other day, was that Ring of Ring Honor? Honor? Yeah. But technically, isn't that AW? No different company. It's just that Tony Khan owns both the companies. Same same owner, but different companies. It's two different companies. Oh, the God, I feel still the same thing because he's that's like when Vince Man bought W. That's like when Vince Man bought WCW and took ECW. He got him made a whole different company and still had it WCW going on. You hold on, wait, wait. You're talking about when you're talking about ECW when Bobby Lashley was the champion. No, not my original ECW. Oh, the original. Okay, I'm about to say when Bobby Lashley was the champ. I'm pretty sure that was still WWE. No, he could he could like had it had a different promotion and still own it, but still like have all the wrestlers on it, have them do their own thing over there. Oh, okay. Instead of bringing them all to WWE, they could still had he could still kept the shows running and had them do the angles and stuff that they're doing. Mm-hmm. So but instead, no, he closed he closed the whole shop down. No fun for nobody. I didn't know that. So what would you rate the match between the Von Erics and the uh, Briscoes? Mm, it was a pretty good match. I rate it like six. Six out of ten? Out of ten. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so let's get to the main event of this whole thing. Ric Flair's last match. Uh, Ric Flair and his son-in-law, Andrade, who is not getting enough time on Impact. I mean, on AEW, I don't know what's going on with that. Let's cover this for another day. But versus Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. Yes. What did Rick Flair do in this match? How much was he actually able to do, or was Andrade basically doing all the work? Andrade did a lot of the work. Rick Flair was basically pulling out the um his classics. Rick Flair um. Rick Flair tag in, do some wrestling. He he'll do the wrestling headlock. He's very good at doing the headlock yeah. still. Did he do the poking the eyes, the low blow? Yeah, eyes, the low blow. He was bleeding over the place. He was bleeding? Yeah. Did he? All right, now I know he did it, but I'm going to ask. Did he take the the body drop where you lift him up in the air? When you run, you lift him up in the air? He didn't do that, did he? The body drop? When when he he faints? When he what? When when he drops? Yeah, like you throw your iris whip him into the ropes. You've been oh, down. so Delito did it though. Yeah, but he didn't do it to Rick. No, Rick Flair didn't do it. Did, did Rick Flair take any bumps? Yeah, he took he took a suplex. He took a suplex. Yeah. From Delito. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I wouldn't even think he would be taking a bump. That's all I'm saying. He took some punches. You said what? He took some punches too. He took some punches. All right, he did his chops. Yep. Did he do, um, did he go, woo? Did he take care of that? Not really during now, the match. All right, now, did he do, yes. Um, did he do, uh, sometimes, like, let's say you hit him and he does the thing, like, where he'll put up his fist and then he'll just fall forward, like, he just falls? Nah, J- J- Jay Lethal did, though. Jay Lethal did it. Okay. Wasn't there, wasn't there, like, part of the rivalry between him and Jay Lethal for this show? That Ric Flair or Jay Lethal, one of them copied each other. What? 
the rivalry for the show was that Ric Flair um wanted Jay Lethal on his podcast, right? Because Jay Lethal been training him, right? Yeah. And Jay Lethal asked Ric Flair, "Could I be part of your last match?" Ric Flair told him, "No, you can't. They's not ready for the big main event." He's not ready for the main event. <laughs> <laughs> so Ric Flair is supposed to have him on the podcast, Jay Lethal No Show, right? Uh huh. And then Jeff Jarrett was on his podcast giving his two cents about why why Jay Lethal would no show and said Ric Flair was disrespecting him. Oh. And then Ric Flair. Jay Lethal in um, TNA, was it though? Oh, he never mind. I'm tripping. He was copying Macho Man Randy Savage. Black Machismo. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know why I thought he was copying Ric Flair. And I was like, hold up. That's definitely not what he was doing. <laughs> All right. Now, Jeff Jarrett doesn't wrestle anymore either so what did he do he could do it all he could do most of his stuff still he did a lot of strikes because he got super kicked he got a lot of his right now and i was surprised at the bump he took like he really sold the super kick like he flipped over and everything oh he sold well so he still got he still got legs oh yes oh wow so it's like he ain't even fell off nope Wow. So what's some um I'm guessing he did the when he does the two fingers like peace and then he does the strut. He did, he just did a strut. He didn't do the two fingers. He did the two fingers. Now did he hit anybody with a guitar? Oh yes. He he <laughs> they're holding Rip Flair. Um right. Andrade moved Flair out the way and hit to Jay Lethal with the guitar. Did Jay Lethal with the guitar? Oh snap on. Yeah. And then yeah. he and then uh, Jeff Jarrett is outside the ring because they throw him outside the ring. So I'm guessing. Isn't it? Yeah, but the referee is knocked out. There's a, there's a little sweet um thing in the match, right? When Andrade started hitting super kicks everywhere, and then he accidentally kicked the referee. Uh oh. All right, keep going. So then, so then it was you know every man for himself. Wait, every man for himself. You talking about? Still, is each tag team for themselves. Yeah, every tag team for itself. Every tag team. I was like, wait, they have to fade a four-way? But all right, go ahead. Yep, and then the guitar came in. Then it strikes outside the ring. Ric Flair, of course, low blow. Jalito outside the ring. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> of course. He, oh, the funniest man. part, the funniest part, though, is when um, Jeff Jarrett kept bothering Ric Flair's family. Who he even pushed Ric Flair's daughter. Ric Flair's daughter? How many daughters he got? His oldest daughter. That's married I, to Conrad Thompson. Okay, so he pushed her. And Ric Flair didn't like that. And retaliates. But again, um, they get inside the ring, right? After the guitar. Yeah. No, they when they get back inside the ring, they hit the guitar. Jeff Jarrett goes over the top rope. Somehow Jeff Jarrett comes back in somehow. And then Andrade gives Ric Flair brass knuckles. Okay. After he hits him with some suplexes and some wrestling moves. So was Charlotte Flair at the show? Or did Ric Flair it- said all his daughters were, all his family was there. So Ric I guess it didn't did. just show. So I guess it didn't show her though. It didn't show her though. I mean, because I was just wondering, because I mean, she's one of the main people for WWE. But I mean, Jeff Jarrett is like he's—he has a high position in WWE backstage, so, so maybe they just didn't show her. Undertaker was there, and Mick Foley, and Bret Hart. 
Yeah, I actually saw that before we did the podcast. I saw that they were um at the show. Now was um was this a lot of people? Was this like a not a but was this like a decent amount of people or was this like an outside? A lot, yeah, a lot of people. The crowd was loud. What for? Palpable. That's crazy. Now, who who had the best um who had the best parts of the match? Andrade or Jay Lethal? Andrade. <laughs> that man so nice. He was so good at NXT. <laughs> the distance bro, when he got to the main roster, I was high. I was like, yo. All he got to do is do what he did in NXT, and this man going to be unstoppable. And they they didn't do that. If only Triple H was there in time. Only if Triple H was there in time. I mean, it's been a couple of years, like a year or so now, but he was so good at NXT. Those matches with Johnny Gagano, it, I think one of them was a five stars. <laughs> like, how? Like, how, bro? How does WWE, uh, you know what? It's because they have too many people. Cause you you gotta choose who do you want. Like they gotta. How do you have Andrade, Alistair Black? I don't want to get off track. Keith Lee, and you do nothing with any of them. All you had to do. Cal O'Reilly. Stop. You know I like you know I like O'Reilly, bro. <laughs> How do you have these people? All you have to do is copy the format that they did in NXT. Just copy it. Word for word, and just do it on the main roster, and you let people of that level get away, quit, whatever. How does that even happen? Mm-mm-mm. If only Triple H was there sooner. I even heard. I even um was listening to um what WWE, I think uh what coach or whatever, and they were basically saying that there are stories that Vince McMahon was like would try to like undermine Triple H's superstars when they got to the main roster, like. Before we get off this, because um, you know, uh, how good was the match between Ric Flair, Andrade, Jeff Jarrett, and Jay Lethal? It was pretty good, especially oh. Ric Flair hit Jeff Jarrett with the brass knucks. Uh huh. Free back in the ring, laps the figure four on the man and pins him for one, two, three while he's in the what? figure four. He pinned him while he was in the figure four. Yeah. Jeff, oh wait. Ric Flair pinned Jeff Jarrett while he was in the figure four. Yeah. How? Jeff Jarrett's shoulders dropped. Oh. Why didn't they just let him tap out? Because he he was he just passed out. I mean, he didn't pass out, but he was hurt, too hurt from the pain. Too hurt from the they pain. Just, they, just, they just fell. Oh. Then get back up. So, all right. So, as I was saying... Like to have that that amount of talent, but how did Vince McMahon watch Keith Lee at the Survivor Series match? And when he finally got to the main roster, he said, "Let's do the opposite of what you do." He said, "He said, he said." Now here's what Vince McMahon said. He said, "Oh, you made him a star, huh? Ooh, watch how I break this one down. You're gonna love how I break this one down." Right? <laughs> he said, "He's having trouble a little bit. I'm gonna think I'm gonna do something with him." He said, ooh, look how I messed this one up. Got you now, Triple H. Look at that. I just messed him up bad. Oh, he said, oh, this one's going to knock him out the water. This one, this one going to be so bad. I can't wait to see it. The car wreck. <laughs> so he did at Survivor Series. He had one of the best matches, obviously. And then, I mean, he eliminated Seth Rollins. Uh, then he went one-on-one with uh, No, almost Roman Reigns. Yeah. He eliminated Seth Rollins and... 
and, and but then he but let's not um, forget he went I think he was two on one with Rollins and uh Seth. Yeah. Yeah. So Vince McMahon saw that match, saw his stature, whatever, and when he gets to the main roster, he literally says, like you just said, Oh, you thought you created a star. Well, I got you. I'm gonna show you how I'm gonna mess this one up. You're funny for that. <laughs> yeah. And then I mean, they even made him the first double champ in NXT, blah blah blah. All this stuff. All this stuff. And then but hold on, let, let's just let's give some credit. He did beat Randy Orton on his first night. But they it, it was like it it's like it didn't do anything. How do you on your first night beat um one of the best to ever do it in the this modern era? And they just didn't do anything. I don't. I don't get it. Like, they're just, I'm, I'm not trying to be real. Why did they put? A, why did they put a shirt on him? <laughs> no, I, no I'm, I'm just saying. Like, he didn't wear a shirt all over NXT, and then you just put him in a shirt. Like, why? Like, he didn't wear a shirt the whole time. You know what it was? It's because he's fat. That's why they put the shirt on him. They're body shaming him. Yeah, hey, bro. I like Keith Lee, so I was wondering, like, why? Did, why they change his music? Why did they put a shirt on him? Why is he wearing like a skirt? Like I didn't. It was just so many questions. I just didn't. I don't. I don't know. Like for another example, what's the guy? Um, carrying cross. Yeah, I don't get it. Raw came to Raw, had a few wins, and never came back. <laughs> Why not just copy what he already does? Why do you keep changing it? Now here's the best part. Remember when they said Adam? They're gonna make Adam Cole like some manager, cut his hair, and call him Bugsy or something. Yeah, cause they um they didn't want to, they didn't want to call him Adam Cole because they already had uh. You know Michael what? Cole at first something. I didn't believe this, right? Yeah. But then I seen what they did at LA Night and Butch. Pete it, it just doesn't make any sense, brother. I just don't know what done in them. Cause you know, at first you we ain't seen nothing like that before. Like we ain't seen him change, change people's names on the main roster yet. Yeah. When we heard when this first came out, and they're playing to doing this with the revival, revival too. Yeah. We didn't see this. But when they did to Pete Dunne, mm-hmm. you know, like, I see now what they're gonna do this. Adam Cole. <laughs> <laughs> you you didn't see Chris Jack- you didn't listen to Chris Jackal podcast, did you? What uh, Adam Cole? No, the one with FTR. Oh no, I didn't get to see that one yet. I want to see Bro, it though. They wanted they wanted them to do like some goofy stuff. Yeah. And like it was some outfits to just I can't remember. I saw the outfit. I saw the outfit. Yeah. And FTR since they like said, you know what? They told him like we they literally said like we will do what you want us to do, but we're not coming back. Like we're not signing. We'll wear these outfits and do what you want, but we, we will not come back. No, if they did Why outfits, would... there would be no talk of being one of the greatest tag teams of all time. They could they would try to reclaim the spot, but they would just never be legit anymore. Yeah. And I just regret I don't it would have regret it. Regretted it. Yep. They would never be It's it's mind blowing, bro, what they do, so crazy. Gunther. Yeah, so bro, let's go ahead and end this right here, bro. Any uh closing words before we head out? Thank you, Triple H. Thank you, Triple H. <laughs> That's something I would never say, but Johnny said it because I'm not a 
wrestling fan of Triple H, but NXT wise, yeah. All right, so I'm gonna end off by saying, follow me at on at quarantine podcast underscore. Thank you for listening. We are out. Good night.